Hey, hey, welcome to Career Coaching with Tiffany, the office informant podcast. Here we focus on helping you navigate what's next in your career. Whether you're looking to prepare for a promotion, re-enter the workforce, or completely overhaul your career, this is the place to hear tips, tools, stories, and experiences to help you feel more confident in moving forward. I'm Tiffany, your host and guide. Hey, hey, friends, welcome to another episode of Career Coaching with Tiffany. And we are continuing our series on interviewing. In our previous episode, we discussed the art of preparation to ace your interview. And today we are talking all about the virtual and the in-person interview and how to make the best impression. Of course, interviewing is all about the art of conversation. And while what you say is the bulk of what's important in an interview, remember 55% of all communication is nonverbal. So we're gonna dive in deep into nonverbal and verbal communication to ace your virtual and in-person interview. So they both have nuances and to be successful, it can be intimidating, but fear not. We are here to help navigate both of those spaces with confidence today. So grab your coffee, tea, water, or wine. Let's get to it. Our first stop in the conversation today is your interview attire. So whether you're interviewing via your webcam or your meeting in person, at the employer site. Your outfit should be professional. You should be dressing to impress. Dressing to impress is not about labels, price tags on your clothes. It's all about looking professional, feeling good, feeling confident, and fitting in with the company's culture. Let's talk about that for a second. In our previous episode, we talked all about that preparation and that research. When you were looking at the company's social media pages, their LinkedIn profiles of the people that you could possibly be working with, you probably got some indication of what the workplace dress attire could possibly be. If you see everyone in polos and khakis, I would still take it up a step and make sure your dress attire is a little bit more professional than what you see in the photos. Those people are already there. They're not dressing to impress, but you wanna make sure that you are in alignment with the company culture when it comes to attire. If you don't have that information, I would say go professional all the way. All right, let's dive in a little bit deeper into your interview attire. Let's talk about virtual interviewing. We all know that when you sit in front of the camera, if you have worked remotely for the past couple of years, you are tempted to have leggings or pajama pants in the bottom and you're all jazzy and formal up top. Well, you never know when you might need to stand up and adjust your camera. You might need to stand up and maybe adjust your blinds because your your the sun is coming through um, too brightly and they can't see you in the camera. You never know and you never want to stand up and you have on shorts or you have on SpongeBob pajama pants. That is not impressive and you don't want to be in that situation. 
All right, let's talk about the in-person interview. Again, they both have their own nuances, but the in-person interview is really an opportunity to dress to impress. So when you go into an in-person interview, people always say, make sure you wear closed-toed shoes, make sure you wear tights. I'm a little bit old-fashioned, but not completely. I don't believe you have to wear the two-inch kitten heels. You can't have a little cute peep toe, but I do believe that you should be comfortable and you should feel confident. If you don't feel comfortable and confident in a skirt, wear something different. If you don't feel confident and comfortable in pants, wear a dress. Wear what makes you your best professional self and you feel comfortable and confident. I wanna take a moment to tell a quick story about a client. So I had a client that was interviewing for roles and one of the roles that she was interviewing for, she had done two virtual interviews already and they wanted her to come in and meet the leadership team in a coffee shop. They wanted a more casual environment so they chose a coffee shop over the office. And she was interviewing for a vice president level role. And of course she knows okay, I'm gonna dress professionally, although this is in a coffee shop, I don't quite know what to expect. So I'm gonna wear my full professional attire. And so she walks into the coffee shop and it's on a Friday and she's in her full professional skirt, heels, blazer, portfolio in her hand, like full professional attire. And they're in sneakers, khakis, and polos. For a moment, she felt a little bit overdressed, but she just took off her blazer, got a little bit more comfortable and nailed the interview and ultimately got the job offer. The point I'm making here is it's always easier to casual up or get a little bit more comfortable in the interview, but you don't want to go into an interview with khakis, polo, or something a little bit more business casual, and you walk into a setting where everyone is dressed full professional attire. Here are a couple other notes when it comes to professional dress for an interview. Again, you wanna be comfortable. However, you want to be aware of jewelry. So ladies, don't wear jewelry that's too heavy, too distract, too distracting, or even makes a lot of noise. We have those bracelets that are bangles. And if you're like me, you talk with your hands and that can be very distracting in an interview. You also want to be very cautious of your fragrances for in-person interviews. And so people have allergies. There are office settings that I've been in where fragrances and plug-ins and candles aren't allowed because of the heavy allergies. And so you don't want a very floral or very fruity fragrance to distract from your interview because your interviewer has allergies. Nails, I'm all about the colors. I'm all about the, the long nails. I'm all about all of the flair that we put on our hands. But again, if you're like me and you talk with your hands, you just wanna be a little bit cautious not to have anything too extravagant in an interview that might be distracting. Do you have an interview coming up and the very thought of interviewing makes you want to run and hide? Well, guess what? I love interviewing. Weird, right? Well, I wanna share tips and tools I've used personally and coach clients on for many years. You can download the pre-interview guide today. The best part, it's free. Inside of this free resource, I share steps you should take before the interview, 
insight into what hiring managers are looking for, and a list of common interview questions. You can get your copy at theofficeinformant.com backslash pre-interview guide. You can also find the link in the show notes. Next, let's talk about body language. In an interview, your body language can be a secret weapon to your interview success. Yes, you're going to answer the questions fantastically, but there are some key things you can do in your nonverbal communication through your body language to take your interview experience up to the next level. Again, let's start with the virtual interview. So when you are setting yourself up for a virtual interview, you want to make sure that you are using a desktop or a laptop if you have one available, not an iPad or a tablet or a phone. Definitely not a phone. I'd rather you go to your local library and rent a computer before you use your phone for a virtual interview where you're expected to have a camera on. Okay, so let's say you're sitting at your dining room table, your desk, wherever you are able to find a comfortable space to interview. One thing you want to do is make sure your camera is at a fantastic angle. You wanna hopefully have it at eye level or a little bit higher, too low and they're looking up your nostrils. So I recently did an interview, a virtual interview, where a candidate had his uh, laptop sitting on, maybe it was a coffee table in a living room, and then they were sitting up higher in a chair. And so the angle was just all wrong. I couldn't see his face fully, I couldn't see his expressions. And although, you know, the words and the answers were fantastic, it didn't make for the best visual. And so you wanna make sure all those things are on point. So camera at eye level, you wanna show enough of your body that if you move your hands, if you lean into the camera, they can see those gestures. You have to work a little bit harder when it comes to virtual interviews. And so don't have the camera so close to your face that they can only see your face. Don't have your head cut off, but have that perfect angle where you can use your hands to make points and you can lean into the camera when you're really excited about something and they can see all of those wonderful gestures. Okay, next let's talk about the in-person interview. They can see more of your body language in the in-person interview so you don't have to work quite as hard but you do have to be intentional. So whether you're sitting at a table or a desk or you're just sitting face to face with a person without a barrier in between you, you wanna make sure your posture and your body language are on point. So if they sit you in a really comfy chair, you still don't wanna slouch and lean all the way into the, into the chair. You wanna make sure you're sitting up. Again, use that lean in to show that you are engaged and present in the conversation. The occasional head nod when you agree with something that the interviewer said and great eye contact, which we'll, we'll dive into in just a moment, are all important parts of the in-person interview. The last thing I wanna do is talk about hand gestures. Again, I talk with my hands a lot. I wish you could see me right now. I'm using my hands. You want to be very intentional with your hand gestures. You don't wanna make any big movements or you don't want your hands flying around everywhere, but be very intentional and strategic. So if you're making, let's say three points, use your hands to count one, two, three. Or if you wanna kinda of put an exclamation point on something fantastic that you did, use a down movement with your hand to kinda of make that 
exclamation point visual. You want to think about the way that you move your hands and make sure that you are using them in a strategic way. All right, now let's talk about eye contact. Eye contact can be one of those uncomfortable things, and it's a tricky one. You don't want to stare someone down and make yourself and someone else uncomfortable, but you do want to show confidence and attentiveness. So don't turn it into a staring contest, but make sure you're making great, engaging eye contact. So again, if you are doing a virtual interview, your web your webcam is allows you to look directly into your camera instead of at your screen. It takes some practice, but practice makes perfect. If you need to look down at your screen or down at your notes on your desk every once in a while, that is great. But when you're just talking to your interviewer and answering questions, you wanna look directly into the smallest point of that camera that you can see, and that shows the interviewer on the other side that you are engaged. All right, in-person eye contact is where it tends to get a little odd. But you want to make sure that you use, again, eye contact strategically, just like you would your hand gestures. So if you're answering a question, you want to look the person in the eye, maybe look away every once in a while, look down at your paper if you're taking notes. And here's a, a extra point. If you're in a panel interview, you want everyone on that panel to feel like you are having a conversation just with them and they're the only person in the room at some point during your conversation. So even if you have that person taking notes at the end or the person that has no questions for you, they're just there to observe, you still want to engage that person in the conversation because they wouldn't be at the table if they didn't have any influence in the decision. So let's say you're answering a question about Tell me about a time that you went above and beyond for a customer. While you're telling your story using the PAR technique that we talked about in the last episode, problem, action, and result, make sure you looked down that line and emphasize a point while looking and making eye contact with each one of those panel members. All right, so we have talked all about those non-verbals to ace your in-person and your virtual interview. Now let's talk about what makes up the other 45% of communication, and that's what you say and how you say it. So finally, we're on to our verbal communication. And here's where the quality of your conversation really plays into effect. The words you choose, the tone you use, the pace at which you speak, they're all a big part of how your interview experience is. So you wanna make sure you answer your questions in a clear, concise way. Make sure you breathe, you don't, you know, kind of complete run-on sentences, and you don't ramble. I've been in interviews or I've coached people in interview preparation where they kind of find themselves saying the same thing over and over in different ways because they're really trying to make their point, but just be clear and confident, and those are your keys to success. I want you to remember, a conversation, which an interview should be a conversation, it's a two-way street. So be sure to listen as well and as much as you talk. You're not going to be effective in an interview if while someone's asking the question, you're thinking about what you're going to say next and you're not clearly 
hearing the question. I don't know how many times I've asked a question in an interview and the answer I'm get I'm like, did you did you hear what did you hear what I'm saying? And so I have to ask and clarify the question again. So clear and confident answers are again your keys to success. And this is both in your virtual and your in-person interviews. All right, here's a couple tips. If you are doing a virtual interview, I always like to have a sheet of paper in front of me, at least one sheet of paper. Don't go into a virtual interview with heavy notes where you end up in your nervousness reading off of a script. You're you're reading from your bullet points, your notes that you printed out. I like to divide my paper up into two or four sections. And so I have maybe a couple of key words that I want to use to tell my stories. And so think about back to the preparation episode, you're going to anticipate questions, you're going to come up with examples in anticipation of those questions. And so I may have a few bullets of things that I points I want to make in the interview based on what the job description says. And then on another section of the paper, I may have some questions that I want to ask at the end of the interview. And so that's a part of my preparation as well. But I want to have a section of the paper that when the interviewer is asking questions or making a point with me, I can jot down a word or two so that I don't lose my thought, but I can also stay engaged and listen to the rest of what the interviewer has to say. So use notes to your benefit. And those are some tips for virtual interviews and really in-person interviews. You can do the same thing. You should absolutely have notes. You should use your notes wisely. But in virtual interviews, people are tempted to have really heavy notes because the interviewer can't see that information and it may play into a mistake for you. Here are some other small tips. With your interviewer, match their tone, match their cadence. If they are a a slower speaker, you wanna slow down because they may process things a little bit slower. And if you speak too fast, they may not catch everything that you're trying to say. I'm naturally a fast talker, but if I'm communicating with someone who speaks at a slower cadence, I try to match that cadence. Second tip is, it's okay to pause. Again, like we said from the first interview, if you get a difficult or a question that kind of throws you off, it's okay to pause, take a breath, get your composure, think through your response, and then jump in with an answer. And my last tip is use your personality. You are interviewing for a job that you will spend eight or more hours a day working alongside the people in the interview. You want them to get a sense of who you are. You don't want to be a robot. You don't want to be monotonous. But also on the other end of the spectrum, you don't want to be too much of a character that you lose the quality and the content of your interview. Okay, friends, that is all that I have today. We've talked about interview attire. We've talked about how to use your body language strategically in the virtual and in-person interview. We've talked about the uncomfortable eye contact and how to use that to your benefit and then nailing your verbal communication because it is 45% of all communication. I hope you have successful interviews in your future and I look forward to the next episode.